0: So I'm going to read, um, First Kings, um, the nineteenth chapter for you so that I can explain to you what I meant by he had the ability to shift atmospheres. So much to the point that even in him obeying God, it took him to a whole nother level in God. So it's, it's in 1st King chapter 19. It says, King Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how Elijah had killed all the prophets with a sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, May the gods punish me terribly if by this time tomorrow I don't kill you just as you killed those prophets. When Elijah heard this, he was afraid and ran for his life, taking his servant with him. When they came to Beersheba in Judah, Elijah left his servant there. Then Elijah walked for a whole day into the desert. He sat down under a bush and asked to die. I have had enough. Lord, he prayed, let me die. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the tree and slept. Suddenly an angel came to him and touched him. Get up and eat, the angel said. Elijah saw near his head a loaf baked over coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank. Then he went back to sleep. Later, the Lord's angel came to him a second time. The angel touched him and said, get up and eat. If you don't, the journey will be too hard for you. So Elijah got up and ate and drank. The food made him strong enough to walk for 40 days and nights to Mount Sinai the mountain of God, there Elijah went into a cave and stayed all night. Then the Lord spoke his word to him. Elijah, why are you here? He answered, Lord God, all powerful. I have always served you as well as I could, but the people of Israel have broken their agreement with you, destroyed your altars and killed your prophets with swords. I am the only prophet left. And now they are trying to kill me trying to kill me too. The Lord said to Elijah, go stand in front of me on the mountain and I will pass by you. Then a very strong wind blew until it caused the mountains to fall apart and large rocks to break in front of the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a quiet, gentle sound. When Elijah heard it, he covered his face with his coat and went out and stood at the entrance to the cave. Then a voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? He answered, Lord God, all powerful. I have always served you as a well as I could. But the people of Israel have broken their agreement with you, destroyed your altars, and killed your prophets with swords. I am the only prophet left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, go back on the road that leads to the desert around Damascus, enter that city, and pour olive oil on Hazel to make him king over Aram. Then pour oil on Jehu." Son of Nimshi. To make him king over Israel. Next pour oil on Elijah. Elisha. Son of Shaphat from Abel. Meholah. To make him a prophet in your place. Jehu will kill anyone who escapes from Jazel's sword. And Elisha will kill anyone who escapes from Jehu's sword. I have 7,000 people left in Israel who have never bowed down before Baal and whose mouths have never kissed his idols." Let me tell you something. As uncomfortable as he was, God still had a purpose and a plan for his life as uncomfortable as he was after hearing that somebody was after his life. He did not, he did not get so lost in what he heard that he forgot how he can reach out to God. He didn't get, he didn't get so lost and caught up in what everybody else was saying and what had taken place. He went to God about how he felt. He went to God about where he was, he went to a space and he hid yes, because he was a afraid. He was afraid after being obedient to the voice of God. And let me explain something to you that sometimes in your life, the places that God is calling you into, you will not be comfortable. He is not going after our comfortability in this season, but he is actually going to a place of discomfort in order for his will to be made manifested in our lives. So what you've got to start asking God for is God teach me how to have peace in the midst of this Comfort. Teach me how to have joy, God, in the midst of uncertainties. God, teach me how to open up the word so I can be able to find comfort when the world is full of chaos. So that's what he did for this man. And what respecter of a person is the God that I serve, that he would not just honor his plea, but he would also come to my defense too. That means that even in the midst of me being in a house, God, that is full of heat, somehow or another, he allowed me to find comfort. Somehow or another, he allowed me to find peace in the midst of discomfort. But it did not happen until I decided to choose in this particular scripture. He had to make a choice. He could either sit there and die because he wanted to. Or he ate and drank to to gain strength to finish out the assignment that God declared over his life. I wish I could tell you that every if every, every, every the moment that you tell God, yes, that all things are going to be made, you know, where you're not going to have no issues and no problems. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I have learned. In every season that God has placed me in. I've learned to trust him all the more. I learned to lean in on what he has already declared over my life. The enemy wants so badly to keep us reminded of what God didn't do. But what he neglects to do is allow us to forget what God has already done. And if you can stay in the mindset and in the vein of knowing that God is the author and the finisher of our faith, if you stay in the vein in knowing that God is our divine protector, if you stay in the vein in knowing that God is a healer, that he is a deliverer, that he is the coverer, that he is a protector, if you stay in the vein of what he has already done, can you not trust him even in the midst of discomfort? It would teach you how to trust him. How I want to argue saying this. It's the evidence. It's the evidence. When you when you have nothing in front of you to prove you have evidence and your evidence is enough proof to remind us. That if he's done it before, that he has got enough to do it again. It's the trusting in him, it's the depending on him, it's the leaning in on him. Notice I told you that I've been in a season like this before, but the season beforehand was out of my control and the season that I'm currently in is out of my control as well. But the difference between the two is that I knew God in a way that no matter what I faced in life, he always came to my rescue. So how is it that I am the age that I am now and I'm in the season that I'm in now that he'd not be the same God that did it before? He is El Shaddai. He is Elohim. He is God. And besides Him, there is no other. you are gonna have some uncomfortable seasons, whether it's you going back to school, whether it's you switching careers, whether it's you stepping out on faith, whether it's you accepting the call that God has placed over your life, whether it's walking in the fullness of your purpose and your plan, whether it's letting go of bad relationships, bad connections, bad friendships, bad anything that is connected to you that is not God's will, whether it's moving forward in unknown territory, whether it's you starting to to, to write the book, whether it's you finishing the book, whether it's you deciding to make sure that you find the right publisher. And listen, it doesn't matter, but let me explain something to you. The closer you get to God, the more discomfort you will, you will feel the closer you get to God, the more uncomfortable you will feel. And one thing that I have learned in my walk with God is that he has always been my covering. He has always protected me. He has always been my provider. He has always been my shield. He has always assigned angels to, protect me. He makes sure that he prove himself time and time again. And it's not that he have to because he's already done it before. But he is God like that. He is God like that. So what you may be facing in your life you get to choose the outcome of this thing you get to choose how you go through it you get to choose it's a choice that we make I can either go through something and be bitter or I can switch my mindset and my thinking and my process and go through that thing a totally different way because when God leads me he is held responsible for what goes before him. He is responsible. If you, if you follow God's leading, he is responsible. <laughs> he told Abraham to leave everything. To go to a place that I will show you. He didn't give him. He, he didn't give him no layout plan. He had no map of 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 instructions of what was going to happen every day. He all he heard was all he had was God's word. And you can take it to the bank and cash it because it's good. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you that you get to choose the life. That you're going to live. You get to choose how you see where you are. If you want to stay bitter, stay bitter. Because let me tell you something. Just because I'm on this podcast, it ain't changed the fact that it's still hot in here. It is hot. <laughs> but my fan is going. And not only is my fan going. But I have a coolness and a peace that, 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 is, just, that is just there. And then, if, if if I look at it, if I look at it from a different set of lens the rest that I've been saying that I needed because I've been going through, you know, my boxes, I've been throwing things away and giving, trying to give, give, give clothes away and give shoes away. I've been doing those different things. And so I'm trying to get it into a space where I like that I enjoy. And so I'm taking my time and God, God kept reminding me, you don't have to be in a rush to finish a project when I've called you to do other things as well. And so sometimes I have a tendency, I want something done and I want it finished, but what do you do when God Interrupts your plan, honey. As hot as it is in here, I ain't I ain't I ain't got to pay no lights these these, these last couple of days. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a trim off my light bill. I ain't had to cook nothing, so so I'm uh, so I'm shifting how I'm eating. Cause you don't want to eat nothing hot. You got to make sure you eating some cold. So that's a salad. If I'm trying to lose weight, li- listen, you you. you you, you got to make it work. And I sat on, I'm telling you, I sat across my bed and I said, God, you are so sovereign. In the midst of all this heat, you are still God. You are still loving. You are still kind. And not only is this heat here, but it sets as a reminder that hell is real. And that's one place I know I'm not going. So, God, I thank you for reminding me that this is this ain't even close to what hell feels like. That if I can that if I continue in a space of discomfort and just want to do whatever I want to do, that hell shall I lift up my eyes? But I refuse because I choose. I choose another way. And you get to choose too. You get to choose. You get to choose who 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 comes into your life and shift things around. You get to choose. You get to choose who comes and set up residence in your mind. You get to choose. You get to choose if this divorce is going to take you down through that. Oh, you get to choose. You get to choose if 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 people are are coming in and wrecking havoc and and lying on you and putting your name out there. You get to choose if you're going to go to every single person to try to make your name, try to clear your name up for what? I get to choose because at the end of the day, I know who I am because I'm confident in that. And when you become confident in who you are, there's nothing that the enemy can do or try to do that can hinder where God is trying to take you. You get to choose. If you don't hear anything else that I have said over this period of years in me doing these podcasts, I need you to remember and I need you to know without a shot of a doubt that regardless of what I face in my life and where I am right now. I get to choose.